The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We're going to have a fun show for you guys today. Before we get started, we had all kinds of things going on. Let me say a quick hello to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Yeah, he's got to be nice to me because you're going to watch me beat him up on the air. I, I intend to, to punch his face in as many times as I can until my knuckles bleed. You know what he did? He went and took my orange cup I forgot. and put his soda in, and he gave mistake. me his ugly, boring green cup with my stuff in it. <laughs> I'm telling you, little by little, he's taking me away, I, my I, image. I, I'm I, no longer uh, me. I become like, you know, oh, yeah, he's stealing, he, steal, he steals my act, he steals my humor, he steals my clothes, okay. he steals my jewelry, he I steals everything. Jewelry. He stole my heart. But anyway, I'm going to beat the shit out. Oops, I'm not going to curse today. I want to be nice today. I'm, I'm tired of being crude and vulgar and funny. I'm going to be boring and sophisticated. Hi, how are you all? It's so nice of you to join us today on our show. We have splendid guests for you. I'm sure you will be very appreciative of who we've got for you. See, that's like a friggin' bore. <clears throat> anyway... I want a Tesla. <laughs> and Jimmy says, I'm working on it. Because Jimmy bought that BMW for like $9 million. Piece of crap. The air conditioning doesn't work. The car rides like a bumpy, junky crap. Does not. He could have got a Ford for half the price, and it would have driven the same. I want a Tesla because we are being told now that gasoline will go up to $8 a gallon. It's already $5 in L.A., and my stuff, and my car takes the high, you know, the high premium, and it's four ninety eight. For the cheapest place here, it's like four forty now. I yeah, think. I mean, you know, so five Astro stop. So five dollars a. What is going on? Why is gasoline going so high? Eight dollars a gallon. You bet. I want a Tesla. Tesla is an electric car. Doesn't use gasoline. Is Biden making the gas go up so to force people to buy electric cars for the uh, air pollution? That could be very well what he's doing, um, because everybody's getting disgusted with these prices. I know in Europe they're they already... say ride a bike. <laughs> no, well, yeah, I would. I would if it was a bicycle built for two. And Jimmy was on the back pedaling. Yeah. And if it wasn't 120 degrees, of which we lost our air conditioning, it broke last night. They're coming right. today at 3 to fix so it. So I have this little focaccia fan blowing me. Well, at least I'm getting blown by something. 
once in a while. But anyway, um, so yeah, eight buck Europe it's already eight dollars a gallon. Italy eight dollars a gallon for gas. I mean, what is going on? This is ridiculous. I mean, I, I you know, hey everybody, there's something wrong. So we got a ton of people in the chat room. Let's start saying hi. We have Cindy Lady Lake in the chat room. Hey, Teresa Sabin from Teresa Flora. Don Hinton. Don Hinton. Um, Dawn, not Don. Don. Dawn. Dawn. Boomer Mays just joined she, us. The Dawn is has risen. Dawn. Right, Dawn. Boomer Mays is in the chat room. Um, what's up, Boomer? Um, Jimmy's Universe. Jimmy's in the chat room. Uh, Julia from last week. She came back this week, and hey, she, Julia, she's from back. Russia. Hello, Julia. Yes. How are you? I hope you're well. Be she wrote, not coming yet. she wrote a beautiful note in my private message about how she enjoyed the show and how how funny it was. And I'm so happy when people do. You know, I got a nice one a couple of weeks ago. Somebody said you you've got Howard Stern beat. You're far funnier and much better looking than Howard Stern. And I got a kick out of that message. That was from a uh, Yolanda. Whoever Yolanda is out there. If you're watching Yolanda, thank you for that lovely comment. And Angela Joseph's in the chat room. What's up, Angie? Angie, baby, you're coming to town. I heard, I heard. Oh, is she? I didn't know that. Yeah, she's coming with Santa. Santa's coming to town. Yeah, Angie said she's coming to town. She's either coming to Palm Springs or L.A. So we get a chance to be with Angie, baby, again. Also, uh, Julia says that you know B's B's not there right now, so she's like sending messages from B, uh, giving lots of rays of love and positive Where's sunshine. B? Where is B? I think she's doing something with her mom, maybe. Oh, okay. As long uh, as she's not, we love B. Well, and I hope she's not sick. No, she's fine. Or getting a sex change uh, or something, you know. Yeah. You never know. People yeah. like to change sexes nowadays. Years ago, you know, you got bored, you changed a hat, or your or your shoes. Nowadays, you're bored, you change your sex. So we want to, oh, actually show Dawn your watch, even though you've worn that one oh, before. Oh, I've worn this a thousand times. It's my 40. No, you have to go so you can see. If you uh, can't see it in that picture, we can't see it. There we are. It matches my shirt. It's chartreuse in blue, and it's a 40 watch, and it's waterproof, and it's terrific, and I've worn it many times. You know, I coordinate my wristwatches with, with the clothing I wear. So I've got about 50 watches or more, and I, you know, I collect watches, and I wear them periodically. I have diamond watches, but those I'll wear like for New Year's or Christmas when we do our fancy schmancy shows. We want to give a um a shout out to Ian Smith just joined us, and um I believe that uh, everybody in the chat room is saying to say some prayers for Dave uh, Stars now UK Dave that uh, his uh, father is under the is, is ill, so we're sending positive oh, vibes for Dave Dave's father. Oh, Dave's father. So wishing Dave well yeah. and uh, Dave, hope sorry. everything goes well. We sorry, love Dave. Dave. You know, life is not always fun. Yep, that's for sure. These are, you know, these are things that we all have to face. We even have to face our own death one day. So death is not to be afraid of or saddened by because it's simply stepping into the next room. Not nothing dies, remember that. The universe made it that way. Nothing dies. Everything comes back as something else. So I believe that when you die, you know, I interviewed Arlene Dahl. Go on Facebook and watch the Arlene Dahl Ron Russell interview. I said YouTube, right, YouTube. And Arlene Dahl talks about dying twice, once in an automobile accident and another time giving birth to her son, Lorenzo Lamas. And she died. And she explains what it was like. And the bottom line, she said, is it's like you step into another room. It's no big deal. So we really shouldn't fear death. 
We should try Plus, not to Ron do it. thinks that all our dogs are reincarnated of other dogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this little boy, this little Astro baby, he's definitely my Scooby because Scoo he does all the things that Scooby did. And Scooby and I were just like the Inseparable. closest. The, yeah, the closest <laughs> that an animal. I mean, Scooby and I were buddies. I loved him to pieces. I used to kiss him and hug him and rub him and love him all the time. And this one does the same thing. So I swear that Scooby came back to me through Astro. Hey, listen, even if it's not true, what a happy, pretty fairy tale it is. It makes me happy. And do whatever you can, folks, in life to make yourselves happy. Don't think negative. Get that fucking cup away from me. I'm going to break it right over your head. He stole my orange cup that I made famous. I made that cup famous. People said I should manufacture it and they would buy it. The Ron Russell orange. I totally cup. forgot about it. You're totally full of crap. You're trying to steal my identity because your identity was stolen. Yes. Lady Lake says it's a lovely thought. We love dogs, too, you guys. We no, have really. I mean, if you have a little bit of fantasy in your life, you know, there's a wonderful Italian song and it's called Con un po' di fantasia. And it, and it tells you uh, fa, fa perde la, uh, pa, a little bit of fantasy helps you lose your anxiety. And I believe that totally. Um you know, sometimes look in the mirror and pretend that you're far better looking than you are. I do that every day because if I really come to the reality of what I look like, I want to smash the mirror and then smash my face with a frying pan. But I can't do that because I need my face still, even though it's old and doesn't even look like me anymore. Isn't it amazing how when we get to be 81 or whatever I am, we don't look like ourselves anymore. I mean, I saw, you know, I go on YouTube on our TV, and I look at all the famous movie stars and how they aged. Well, my God, there was a Claire Trevor interview that TCM did, and I didn't even know it was Claire Trevor, the actress from Warner Brothers. She was in Key Largo. <laughs> Key Largo with Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. She's the one that sang that song, you know, off-key, deliberately. Um, it's amazing how people just don't look the same. 20 and 80, two different people. I miss my darkness, my dark hair, my dark skin. I've gotten lighter with the years. You know, you have you lose your pigment. They'll say you look terrific today. No, no, no. I look terrific for an eighty-year-old person. I grant you that. Yeah, but who wants to look good for an eighty-year-old person when all your life you've looked good just for being who you were? Now it's like, oh, look, Ron can walk. Ron can still talk. Ron still has his marbles. Look, Ron has pretty teeth. Ron has beautiful hair. Ron, you're amazing for 81 years old. I hate that crap. You know? I you, just think you're just amazing. No, fuck you. When I was young, <laughs> when I was in my 20s, nobody gave me that crap. They all used to say, wow, Ron Russell's really a good-looking guy. And that was a compliment enough. And I liked it. Now I get the old man compliments. Oh, look, he's not hunched over. I was walking at a red carpet with a friend of mine, and he said that. He said, Ron, you have a wonderful posture for a man your age. And I thought, what am I supposed to be bent over with a cane? Like the hunchback of Notre Dame, Quasimodo? I mean, you know, anyway. Let's give a shout out. Mike Wagner joined us from the Mike Wagner Show, too. Hey, What's Mike up, Mike? Wagner. Hope you're doing good. Yes, yes, yes. Jimmy's Mike laughing. Well, you know, it's true. Wait till you all get to be old. You're going to see how you're treated differently. It's terrible. I'm not used to it. I've been young all my life. I'm still young. And you know, say it's a great hair day. Who, me? 
both of us, they said. Oh, what, what you hear? You, you, you got a fucking eyeglasses in it. I know. I and you're going bald. I mean, you're a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting even him stealing my orange cup. What nerve? He said, oh, I didn't know. I what just, are you, colorblind really or quick. dead? I what was are in you? a hurry. I was what in, are a, hurry. in a, hurry, a hurry. But you got underwear on, right? You didn't forget to put bloomers on. Ah, uh, but he forgot to rob my cup, my because he always resented the fact that my orange cup became a star. I like the orange cup better than the green one. Well, you're I'm... never going to get it, are you? You, <laughs> Wait, are you can never... make the drinks that we drink you're out of, and then you can have the orange gonna cup. You're never going to get that orange <laughs> cup. Did you know I still have the fork that Jane Russell used? <laughs> get that fork off the off the air. <laughs> Jane Russell always used her own fork when she traveled around because she didn't want to get trench mouth. Not that my house she would get trench mouth, but she liked the feeling of the weight of the fork and the way the prongs were in her mouth. I mean, you know, a little strange, but she was a movie star. They're all strange. She also came with her own pillow. She never slept in anyone's pillows. So now I do the same when I travel in motels. I bring my own pillow. And now when I go out to eat in restaurants, I have a tiny little vial of alcohol and I put it on the napkin and I wipe the fork because I don't want COVID and I don't want trench mouth. And it seems to me that there's an epidemic of trench mouth going around. What is trench mouth? I don't trench know. mouth is when your mouth foams up like soap is in it. It turns blue. Oh, then and you it, die. And, no, you don't die. It just nauseatingly your mouth stinks. It's horrible. I've, I nev I've never had trench mouth but i knew a good friend of mine that had it and you know you get it from dirty utensils and restaurants and today with the covid they're not doing what they should and we have all sorts of people in our country now that came from third world nations where they didn't have needles to take vaccines for certain diseases so they brought those diseases to our country and trench mouth is one of them and the other one is whooping cough i mean i can't believe that whooping cough is back in america we got rid of it in 1949 all right so now we're going to bring in our first guest who's our first guest uh, let's 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 let her show up and then see if you can see her and see if you know who it is oh. hey! Do I, do I know who she is? Are you kidding? Wait, wait, say something. Oh, Let's on. make sure we can hear you. Say something. I know exactly who she is. We have sex every day together. I love her. There she goes. All right, everybody. I know you're Ming. <laughs> Ming, I know it's you. And the, having sex with her is a joke, folks. I, th I know a lot of guys out there, after they see her, they don't want to have sex with her. Hi, Ron. Poor but Dave. Dave's no, not a, there today either. Our, no, resident, no. Per, our resident perv isn't in the chat room today. <laughs> How are you, my? Wait, wait we're going to introduce her. So people <laughs> don't know who she is. Oh, I'm going to introduce her. No, no, I am. no, I am. She's one of my dearest friends. Ming. No, no, that's not how we're going to do it. All right, everybody. Um, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly amazing writer, actress, and superstar Ming Ballard. Hello, and welcome to the show. I think that was so fucking rehearsed and phony. No, I, Mine was sincere <laughs> and loving. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Ron. Thank don't, you. You know what, Ming? Don't Thank even you talk. So don't, much. don't even talk to him in the show. Make believe he's not here. He stole my orange. So cup. before we get started, first of all, you already know Ron, but say okay. hi to my cool, outrageous hi. man about town, no, Ron me. Russell. Are you kidding? Like I said, we ran off several times. We went to Venice in a gondola. We made love <laughs> in a gondola. And the waves kept knocking it out, but, you know, I kept pushing it in. You got to do that stuff. There's a joke that Bell Barth did about when she was in. Bell Barth was an old Jewish comedian a thousand years ago, and she used to tell a story about how she got buffed in a gondola and how it, the wave hit the gondola and it kept falling out. And she went on and on and on. Funny jokes. Can't do them today. 
people will be, oh my God, shocked and so offended. They're all so offended. So like, hang on. Like, wait a minute, like the gay guys, some of them in Palm Springs. <laughs> oh, they get so offended so easily with potty mouth. I, I'm not offended. No, but wait a minute. Let me finish. I'll let you talk in an hour or two. Wait a second. <laughs> and these gay guys get so offended by a potty mouth, but they don't tell you when they're in Macy's on their knees working the glory hole. Really? I mean, that's these two double yeah, if standards. You say, if you use the F word, they get all offended, and then you'll Meanwhile, see them in the Meanwhile, they're in the Macy's bathroom working the hole, the glory hole. <laughs> so come on, double standard phony balonies. Anyway, Ming, 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 Ming. they're laughing. So, so we have a chat room full of people. Ming, say hi to everybody in the chat room. Are you going to let her talk? Yeah, I'm going to let her say hi to everybody in the chat room. <laughs> She's so pretty. Go ahead, say hi to everybody, Ming. So she froze, I think. No, she didn't. She's just smiling a lot. Ming, did you freeze? Hi, you guys. Hi, oh, you guys. Am I frozen? No, now you're no, not. You're, you're unfrozen you're, now. You're, you're too hot to get frozen. And we have can a while. Ming has a word. Yes, we can hear you. Yes. Ming has written a fabulous movie. Wait, wait, we're not ready for that yet. Oh. So how, what are you, my fucking director? So, no, I wanted to say hi. So, uh, so Dawn last night she even posted it on uh, uh, Instagram or one of those things. Her name is Dawn Hinton, and she said she watched Vampy last night. It's super cute. So say hi to Dawn in the chat room for me, please. She froze because you made her freeze. I didn't make her freeze. Yes, you did. You're so boring. You made her freeze. No, may say hi to Dawn, Ming. Say hi to Dawn. You're there, but we see you, hi, but Dawn. we don't hear you. There you go. <laughs> it's like we had a little bit of a delayed reaction there. I'm not sure why. <laughs> um, okay, so. Okay, so. Go go ahead, Ro. Ron wants to talk I wonder about what's going on. I keep freezing. Yeah, I don't know why that is either. Are you hardwired in? Oh no, you're on your phone, so you shouldn't have a problem. Right? You're on a phone. Is Jennifer there? Say hi to Jennifer. <laughs> I'm hey, on a Jen phone. Can, yes. can Jen help you out? Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> can Jennifer Let me ask. help? Let me ask. Hey Jen. Hey, oh B Claudia joined us too. Hey B. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> That's okay. You guys Jen, technical difficulties. I keep so. freezing. Can you unfreeze her? I don't know why she's freezing. She shouldn't be, but it's funny. So B Claudius has just joined us. Hey B. Hey Don. Um, only shortly on is my MacBook via telecom. I don't even know what that is, uh, but Julia is there. And are you back? No, she still got to her. She's still muted. Um. I, I think so. Okay. Let's just go for it. Don't worry about Are it. If you, if you freeze, no, no, you're there. There, We can hear you now. We can hear you. So if you if you freeze, you freeze. Don't worry about it. We can still hear you. So let's right, just keep going. Right, right. I'll go back to what I was saying. Ming has written a wonderful movie called The Red River. Okay. I was supposed to star in it, but I didn't want to star in it because I like the role of a doctor better. <laughs> so I turned down the role of the star. <laughs> right, Ming, 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 Ming. Now listen, Ming. I wish we had scenes together. <laughs> She's frozen. Yeah. So the joke doesn't go very far when there's no feedback. <laughs> oh. It's Gee, called comedian. How close to the router are you? How close to the wherever your router is are you? It's so difficult because I, I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? Mm. How close to my router? Um, oh, she heard me there. No, I can hear you now. I okay. Now, but it's it's in and out. It's in and out. That's just weird, because we did it yesterday and we had a test and it worked fine. Oh, I don't know. 
or maybe it's the you know we have to get better equipment or it's something. It's not the equipment; it's the I, internet. You know what? I really miss in in-house interviews. All the shows that I ever did, my guests were next to me live. This uh, bullshit with this Skype. Oh, is back, nonsense. it's not Skype. Hey, backpack John. Nobody uses Skype anymore. No, skip my ass. Hey, what's up, backpack John? Has joined us in the chat room and. Um, Say something. I hear Jennifer in the background. Say Hi, anything. Hi, Backpack John. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. Hey, sweetheart, can you hear me? Yes, I you can. You hear Jennifer? Anything? No, we can. I, I have a message for Jennifer. Jennifer, did you finish my deck yet? Should I yell? Should I? <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, no, I'm gonna good. yell. Yeah, Jennifer, you didn't finish my deck yet. Did, no. did you finish my deck yet? I didn't give her the information yet. We haven't put it I'm together. I'm only joking. Jimmy, you yeah. have no sense of humor. You're so old. I know, but nobody else knows what you're talking about. I don't about. care. <laughs> I don't care. The only person who knows is you and Jennifer. And Ming Ming knows. I'm I'm having fun with Ming. And the other four million people are like, what the fuck's he talking about? You know what? They'll figure it out. They're not stupid like you. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, Ming. Can Ming, you, you want to marry me? You, can you hear us? think she can hear us she may believe she didn't hear that uh, no she didn't ming you want to get married no <laughs> you know what you know what log out and log back in and see if it's a bad login log out one time and log back in and let's see if it's a better if we have a better login did you hear that jennifer can you hear that log okay good let's see how that all goes because the chat room everybody wants to hear what she has to say but she's not coming through um, which is unfortunate because she's the coolest chick you'll ever meet. She's so fun. Chick? She's not a chick. She's a lady. She's what a, is she? She's a sweetie pie. I know, but she can She's still be one a chick. of the nicest people we know. Are you kidding? She's a doll. I like her. She's kind. She's sweet. She's warm. She's loving. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Talented. Well, she's okay. Polish and Vietnamese. So when you combine those two, you get, wow. Look at her. She's a knocker. I know. She's gorgeous. We're talking about you Scottish, behind your back. Irish. Oh, you're I thought, Scottish I and you Irish? said Polish and Vietnamese. Didn't you tell me that at the red carpet? Oh, no. She's not coming through. It stinks. Anyway, well, we have to keep talking. You can't have dead air, so you have to talk. Dead air is murder. I know. So anyway, while we're I thought she said that. Maybe she's Irish and Vietnamese. Whatever she is, she's beautiful. That's all that counts. Absolutely. Um, and very sexy. You got to see her in person. She's got a wiggle in her walk. She's a really sexy girl. I, I wish like, we could get her I back. like love it. I hopefully we can get her back. Uh, you, hey, um, uh, Rebel, you got any suggestions? I don't know if Rebel can hear us either, too. Yes, she's very exotic, Cindy. Yes, yes she I is. I can hear you. And all I can say is now she didn't leave before she left now. So hopefully she'll re-engage that link. Okay. Hopefully. Okay. Um, okay. There we go. Um, anyway, I, my, live, my phone though. is just going off the hook. I'm getting like a million. That's because you're so important. Million Everybody messages. Wants. Everybody wants to talk to Jimmy Starr because he's so. It says, has anyone important. seen Vampy besides me? I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna see it, and I think that she's. Uh, it's super cute, and I think they like reissued it a few years later. It's supposed to be really cute. It's called Vampy, and then they re. It's actually, I think it's Vampy because it's a. Uh, 
Uh, it's like a, a vampire pie. So I think it's actually supposed to be called Vampire, um, the silliest vampire movie ever made. And hopefully when she gets back, we'll get her on here and we can talk to her. Um, in the meantime, what was the uh, we watched something really good that we both liked and I forgot what it is already. Isn't that terrible? Well, at your age, you know, you forget where your dick is when you have to pee. But <laughs> yeah. we forgive we forgive you for it. That's like funny. <laughs> no, it's true. I don't forget where it is because it's there. When I hope when I get to be your age, I'm not going to be like you. Yes. Yeah. See, it's vampire. Okay. Vampire. She's probably refreshing. I think this is horrible. Good thing. Imagine if Anna Maria Horse Ford was on now. I'd be screaming. Yeah, but it has to do with each individual person. I know that, Wi-Fi. but but Anna Maria couldn't make it today, folks. Sorry to disappoint you. She just got a new TV series and she's working. And we can't expect her to, you know, not work today to be on our show. But she was very upset about it and sad. And she said that she definitely would be on again, possibly sometime yeah, in, in September. Because we're booked so, for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, she may be able to do it on her lunch hour or something. But I'm happy for her that she's working and that she has a TV series. That's a biggie. That's like, you know, work every week. Yes, so we're cool. happy for Anna Maria. She was very, very sorry that she couldn't come. She's a doll. She's so kind, caring, she and sweet. She literally called me on the phone, you know, saying I'm yeah. so, so sorry and everything. So that was really, like, nice. I, I just love her. I just love her. Did you ever meet somebody for, for like, a, one hour and you just love them? You feel like you've known them all your life? That's how I feel about Anna Maria. Hang on. She's, they said, uh, Rebel, she said she's in, the, she's in there. Is she in there? Um, do you see her? the box is in there, but it's not recognizing her microphone and camera. So I can't put her up because oh, at wow. least the microphone has to be acknowledged or I can't put. Her so up. so only her box, only her box is in there. <laughs> Why are you yeah, laughing? Because you said only her box is in there. You better wash your brain out with soap. You're getting you know, you're getting the show is getting to you, I think. <laughs> I think what goes on in this show is changing your personality, (laughs) Rebel. (laughs) What? Because I said, oh, oh, her box is in there, but she's not. That's interesting how one can, you know, have a box in there and not be there with the box. This is like our, uh, our, uh, what do you call it? Like our cursed day, though. Anna Maria Maria canceled. Our air conditioner broke. Things happen in threes. There she comes. There she is, my beauty. Say something. Oh my God! <laughs> what, what could be wrong? I don't know. It has to be something with the Wi-Fi, otherwise. I mean, we see her. Why? Why can't we be synchronized and hear her? Hello. Hello. We cannot have dead air. She say must, something, Ming. Say something have... so we can see. It says talk for me is no, in the listen. stream with audio only. It says on my that's, sign. That's me. Well, that's me. I, I, she oh, is, that's you. Okay. She's in a place where it has very bad internet connection. Oh, it's audio. No, we can see you. No, we we can see you, Ming. We can see you talk though, because we don't know if we can hear you. Go fast, so we don't lose you. So say something, Ming, because we can't hear you. Or maybe turn your phone a different direction or something. So maybe it'll pick up the Wi-Fi signal better in a different direction. Maybe. <laughs> Go towards the window. Go towards the window. Maybe you'll pick Watch. up more now Wi-Fi by the window. Here. Now you're, now up. you're upside down. We can see the windage. How cool. Be careful your boobies don't fall out. You're upside down. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny. 
<laughs> Am I really upside down, you guys? No, now no, you're not. You now were. you were upside you down. Were. But now we can hear you. You know what? <laughs> Let's listen to this. I said to Jimmy, how many fans do you have? And like he had 10. Then the camera oh, went, wait, the camera went upside down. And about a million guys said, oh, I know who he is. We're upside down. Yeah. <laughs> That was terrible. With his, legs, with his legs up in the air. Yeah, right. I know that was terrible. That was terrible. All right. So talk, Ming. Let's see if we can hear you. Say, hey, I'm Ming or something so we can see if we can hear you. No, see. <laughs> hey, I'm Ming Ballard. <laughs> there, we can't hear you. It's just like. It's like we have a delay, and I don't know why we have a delay. So, all right. So, we want to. Ron wants to talk a little bit about Red River. Tell us a little bit about Red River, and let's well, see if it's it goes star through. Well, it's starring Ron Russell in the leading role, who makes the movie happen. Ron Russell absolutely makes it up for an Academy Award because Ron Russell is a very modest, shy man. But when he works, his talent comes through, and nobody on the screen. Okay, let her talk because we haven't no, had, we haven't had her talk in fifteen minutes. Well, we can't because she doesn't talk. <laughs> I know she's going to talk now. Now tell them the truth, Ming, that the movie hinges on me. If it wasn't, oh, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for my, I have three lines in that movie. <laughs> Doctor, no, go ahead, let her talk, Ming. Tell I'm us about Red River, and let's see if we can you. hear you. It's. All about me, you, darling. No, you, you love a lines. <laughs> I have more than two more. Well, it's a, it's it, one. It is all about you. It's absolutely dear. The sun rises and sets absolutely. on your dick. Uh, it's true. <laughs> it's true. And it's true. And Jimmy Starr will con, 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 say yes to that. <laughs> Okay. That was good though. <laughs> She's good. She's a doll. I love her. She you could play with. Ming, didn't we have fun sitting next to each other at the red carpet? Right? She did have fun. She can't talk. She's <laughs> we had fun at the red carpet. We sat next to each we other. We saw the elevator. It was a terrible movie. And, and we shared we shared Oh my god, it was so much uh, fun. Good, I we I, shared I, good I, and plenties. You had me in stitches. Well, we had fun with the movie. You know, because the movie was terrible. Oh, don't so say that fun. because Eugenia Cosmina is in it. She says it's terrible too. Stop that, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy. You know, yeah, but you know what? She's a dear friend. Great actress. Yeah, she's a dear friend. And I don't want to, you know, shit on her movie. Let people go see it. Go see The Elevator, you guys. She's great in it. And she's a great actress and she's, she's gorgeous. gorgeous. Um, in the movie, fun. she's not gorgeous. She wasn't lit correctly, made up correctly. And that stupid necklace she had on was terrible with the what the rest of what she wore. Her hair was done terribly. It was not a, a Cosmina movie because she's a number one model. She's been on every cover of every Vogue magazine, Mademoiselle, every magazine. She's a cover girl. She's one of the most important models and breathtakingly beautiful in person. Breathtakingly beautiful. Okay, so Grace Kelly lookalike. So hold on. So tell everybody wait, one more thing. And she we gotta let her talk. Wait a minute. Oh, she's gone she can't talk. And Sue and she's Sue Wong's number one model. Hey, hey, um, Rebel, see if you can tell her to like maybe get away from wherever she's sitting, send her a message or something, and tell her to go by a window or something so the Wi Fi is better. Because the Wi Fi is just terrible. She has to be in the green room for me to talk to her. She's not in the green room anymore. She Okay, her, I'll tell her. her. Ron, talk for a minute. Oh, now you talk. Ron, talk. Ron, don't talk. Well, Ron, I can't talk. Type and you, talk. What are you a direct? You okay. don't direct me. Uh, all right, everybody. I mean, well, he's I'm such telling a, me what I'm to telling do, you, what he's doing a takeover. Um, 
He's absolutely a control freak. It's all he does is controls my life. Right, coming back. Right, let's, let's see now. Okay, now she's back. Say something, Ming. <laughs> Hi, you guys. This yeah. I, I'm so stressed out. <laughs> now, now we hear you. Oh my God! I I I was gonna be like I was gonna try to be like frightfully charming or something. You are frightfully now I'm, charming. I'm, I feel and, just frightful. You know, <laughs> you know you're what? Doing fine. You know what? Lower your blouse, and all the men will forgive you. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> So Ming, the, the ladies, man, I, I love your honesty. I love your look, honesty. The ladies may not forgive you. They may get bitchy and jealous and say, "Oh, look at that tramp showing her cleavage." Oh, oh, oh! You know. Wait, you know what's you you know what's interesting, you guys, is that women really don't get that way around me. I think I I just I love everybody. You know, so no, I, the women I, the women want to feel you up. <laughs> You're yeah. so hot. You're so hot. They do. They want to feel you up. They don't want to make fun of you. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so the so. men do too. The men want to feel you up. Well, everybody wants to feel you up. You have a very hot body, and hey, you are very... I want to get. I want to get with me. I want to feel me up. There you go. <laughs> what did you say? I want to feel me up. <laughs> no, really. No, really. Get it. Get it. What a great laugh. Get a floor length mirror oh, and go shit. for it. But. <laughs> No, seriously, you've got what, a lot. What makes you, what makes you think I haven't? No, I'm sure you have. <laughs> you hear that? You guys, yes. that's listen. My that's my fame whore cat, Onyx. Oh, I, he's I 22 was, years I, old, and he's always wanted to be on TV. You can bring him on. Oh, I thought it was your I thought it was your. I thought it was your vibrator. It's your cat. They oh. all say they love your outfit and that you're gorgeous. Our chat room is full no, of people. No, you got to see. You know, you know what I love about her? Mae West, the famous movie star, was five foot tall. Mae West wore shoes that were platforms of about eight inches. All right? This one comes to the red carpet in these yeah. red patent leather suicide pumps that were like 10 inches high. I never saw anything like, not even Frankenstein wore shoes that high. I said, how the frig do you walk in them? Well, when she walks, she wiggles. She walks like Mae West. It's a very sexy walk because she's walking on those two by fours on her feet. <laughs> and it was fabulous. And they're pretty shoes for, you know, <laughs> for, for I don't know who. You know, years ago, unfortunately, hey, people with the club foot used you to You guys, I got a whole like gallery of them. I believe it. I believe that you have well, a whole how, gallery how of them. How tall are you? Yeah. What are you? Five foot one, two? What is, what is a club foot? A club foot is when one leg is shorter no, than I'm the other. No, I'm five, four and a half. I'm almost five, five. Yeah, five, five. Oh, go she's away. Tall. You're five, five. <laughs> you are is, not. Is that... And she's like five. She's like six feet tall when she wears no, those shoes. She's, she's five five yeah. in those shoes. Suicide pumps. No, you're not that tall. Damsky. Yeah. You're a, you're, a you're a tiny girl. No, I'm like five eleven in suicide pumps. No, you're, I'm six foot. You're next when we're together on the set. You're wearing those horrible shoes. We'll stand next to each other. We'll see who's who. How? I mean, I don't think they're feminine. Don't you like to wear a beautiful stiletto okay. shoe? Don't you like a stiletto high heel, open strappy shoe with a nice six inch stiletto heel? You know, those are like porn shoes where you guys want to be stepped upon in bed. I do. I do. She likes porn shoes, too. They looked hot. She looked hot. Everybody was staring hey, at her. Hey, but you want to hear something funny? Yes. <laughs> well, OK, so um, 
So uh, um, Ellen Mirren actually wears those high stripper porn heels on on the uh, red carpet. Normally, it's you know heard by a long gown, and that's to keep her looking tall. You know. <laughs> there you go. I got to work on my pose game, though, you guys. You know, I'm oh, not no. like I'm not like the queen of of red carpets. Red Moore? carpets make me very nervous. I, I get very scared. I get very scared on red. About what? What do you think about going on a red carpet? Oh, go bullshit me! Come on, you are this. You're like so cool. Get away! What are you trying to pull, Ming? You got on that red carpet and you cleaned up. You were throwing those knockers out there, putting the ass out, the hips, doing all that Vogue shit. You look fabulous on the red carpet. Uh, Are you kidding? (laughs) I mean, the photographers went nuts on you. Get out of here. She said she's nervous. Could you imagine if she wasn't nervous? She'd be tearing off her clothes doing nudes. You guys, honestly, though, like if I were in primo shape, I would be like running around in very, very little. It just, I just feel very, I don't know, my, my, um, I'm very like European that way. You know what I mean? I, no, I'm you're, not you're, afraid you're, to, you know, I'll sense. Listen, you're all woman. You're not yeah. a string bean like these, these, these women that are skinny, skinny with the fake tits. Sideways, they look ridiculous, like an ironing board with two watermelons stuck to it. I mean, they have no, these gigantic like, boobs, and yeah, they, and they yeah, weigh one pound. Right. They have no ass. They have no thighs. They have no calves. They have no arms. Their faces look like a skeleton. And then suddenly, you see these 99Z busts. You know, it, it, you're a woman. You're the kind of woman a man wants to grab on. I mean, you got you're you're something Handles. to hold. No, she's you're something to throw around in bed. I mean, the skinny, <laughs> one, the skinny ones you're afraid they break, or their balloons will pop. And Thank you. you. Get water uh, you're glamorous, you. like Hollywood glamorous. You're like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, body. Marilyn <laughs> Monroe was never skinny. Marilyn Thank Monroe you. was Thank never. You. Marilyn had curves. She had an ass, hips, and her tits were real. And even a belly, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Same thing with my yeah. buddy Jane Russell. My buddy Jane Russell yeah. you know, was was my best friend. She swam in my pool, I so love I Jane saw her. I saw her in a bikini, and she had a body. She was tall, very tall, almost as tall as I was, but she had thighs and tits and hips, you know, like you. So hang on, we got to switch this conversation because we got to talk about some movie stuff. First of all, oh, I everybody, love everybody loves talking. Yes. All the men love me talking about her body. I know, but they, they, they haven't come yet. Yeah, they're funny. They're all like loving it. So first of all, <laughs> uh, because Dawn watched Vamp. Do you guys hear me? That's the cat? <laughs> it sounds like a workman or something Vampire. like whistling. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's my fame. No, that's that's my fame whore. That's my fame whore cat. <laughs> She's a cat that whistles. Did you hear her whistling? Well, that's a, a, look, oh, a pussy no. that whistles is talented. A whistling pussy is very talented. You should put that cat on television. <laughs> no, really, you should put take it on. Take him on America's Got oh, Talent. Yes, and, have, <laughs> and, and say my pussy whistles, and you'll win. Oh my God, that's hilarious! It totally can happen too. <laughs> Did you ever see that English TV show, the comedy show? That, that's really, I like that. Whistling Pussy. It so. was called, it was called um, I forgot where the woman was. A, uh, she worked in the department Which, store and she always talked about her pussy. Oh, yeah. Are you being served? Are you being served? And she said, oh, I've got to go home and feed my pussy. It's starving. And, you know, all those pussy jokes she did. <laughs> Talking about her cat. <laughs> Talking about her cat. 
So, all right. So, so Ming, we're going to talk about a couple of different movies real quick. But since Ron brought up Red River, tell us a little bit about Red River. You're the writer. Jennifer James is going to direct it. You're one of the stars of the film. And she wrote a good script. And it's a great script. Tell us what you want people to know about it. Just tell us a little bit about it. Thank you. I'm turning down crummy scripts, by the way. Well, I want to bring really her back. Yes. I love that. (laughs) Don't turn down my... Um, no, no, so, yours is good. Uh, yeah, Listen, so I, a I would, very I would scary. Uh... I wouldn't do your movie if I didn't feel it was good. <laughs> you know, I don't want to get the name of Ron Works and shitty films. You can get that very easily. Well, you're gonna be in my next. Which I one? didn't tell him that. I thought you oh, could wait. tell. That's, I thought, that's yeah, the you're one where. Be in, um, I, uh, oh, negative too. I didn't tell oh, him that. Oh, that's the movie where you and I are naked in bed making love, right? No. <laughs> Oh well, I just got a delay. Sure, I can dream. I can dream. Can I? Well, it's about a father who rapes his little friend. Sure, Marsha. No, it's called Grant. <laughs> it's called the the grandfather rape scene. No, no, really, because you didn't know about this. She she sent me an email last no. night about this. Oh, negative. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't want to tell him because I thought you could tell him on the show. Yeah. So you have another it's- film called O Negative, and you've got a great juicy role for him. Am I starring in that one, too? Am I making the movie happen? Yeah. You actually are in that you, one. You might, it's, it's, you're making this one happen. It's, it, your character is very devilish, very impish. Oh, um, A very, um, y- yeah, it's, it's actually, so when Jennifer read it and other people read it, they said, holy cow, I mean, this thing is like, it, it, it's, it's very epic. It's super epic. It's, I couldn't make it the first time uh, when I wrote it. It was like my first script um, because it would have cost $5 million or over. And I funded my first film, which was Vampire, which, um, you know, is what I did. But, but O Negative is, is going to be in a slate that we're going to work on, Ron, you and me. Good. $5 million is no big deal today. Five mil for a movie today is no big deal. Trust me, it's it's called. Peanut. It really isn't. Yeah, it's called peanuts because people are making two hundred and fifty million dollar films that stink. I mean, look yeah. at the Angelina Jolie's right? movie. Right, I, I, I get it's you know horrible. what I get so mad. Did you see that last Angelina oh, really? Jolie movie? You where know, she's I don't like claim to be. Did you see that no. last Angelina? You know, Angelina like I don't claim to be Werner Herzog. You know what I mean? But, but I do what I can. Who the fuck the is Werner Herzog? You don't know who Werner Herzog is? Uh, I know. What with a name like that, I wouldn't even want to know him. <laughs> is it a girl or a boy? Whatever it is. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Tell him who Werner Herzog is. What an ugly name. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. Sounds like a disease. What have you got? Oh, I, the doctor said I've got Owner Oswald. Werner Herzog. Yeah. Werner Herzog. I love it. I don't. Werner, Werner Herzog <laughs> is, is a famous German film director, screenwriter, author, actor, and opera director, regarded as a pioneer of new German cinema. I thought. Uh, what do you call it, Marcel Waltz? Right. So I. I mean, you know it. Oh, he's got good movies, though. Yeah, so Vampire Wedding, though. But, Where is this vampire but, movie? You know, I want to see make, it tonight. You make what you can have, and literally, it, you have. sometimes you got to write. 
Oh, it's called Vampire, the silliest vampire movie ever made. It won six awards. I made that with my life savings. Like, where could we, where could we see it? Where? That bad boy made. Ming. I tell you, if I had more money, you can see it. It's on Amazon, um, all over the world, I think. And, and it's going to be on Tubi in September. I thought it was on Tubi, but it's not on Tubi yet. And um, it's in the process of getting on a whole bunch of other um, platforms. Uh, but if you see it, it's, it's Amazon. It's on Amazon. So Amazon Prime. Well, that means we can watch it for now, free. Are you making any money? If it's seen, if people go and watch it, do you make a couple of pennies? Yeah. Everybody, go watch this movie. So wait, yeah, let me tell money. you guys. I let me tell money. you guys. Let me tell you guys. So the movie's called she Vampy. She needs to get her money back. She invested. Vampy, so go, the silliest vampire. I'm speaking, I'm, you rude creature. I'm talking about it. You're talking about it. She's the writer and the star, you guys. It's called Vampy, the silliest vampire movie ever you made. You guys, you guys are like so married. funny. <laughs> We're married. So you guys, the the movie it says Azure Saint Clair, a neurotic <laughs> vampress who is deathly allergic to blood, must protect her only source of food, the vampire, a, vampy, a vampire pie from a dark vampiric order that wants to use the powers of this deadly pie to revive the dead and enslave the world. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Wait, pie, pie? Actually, pie. Pie? Vampire, yes. No, yeah, no, but you're talking about pie. So if they eat pie, they, come, pie. they come back to life again? If they eat your pie, no, the pie is actually. It... <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. <laughs> not only do they come back to life, they smile they all the way. Life, they're laying there like. Oh my god! I just they're can't... laying there, ramrod straight, and then they just arrive. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Not only do they eat your pie, but you have a whistling pussy too. Jesus Christ, you're built. <laughs> everybody, everybody wants to see the whistling pussy. Is the whistling pussy sitting Well, next you know to what? Let, let's, well, see, you know, let's see the pussy whistle. Yeah. No, he's upstairs. Uh, he's you upstairs. can hear him all the way upstairs. He, Holy shit. Wow. So he's, got it, a he's got a loud whistle, that pussy. <laughs> you guys, so he's 22 years old. Oh, he's, he's an old 22. man. So in cat he's lines, an old man, he's, and he he's, just... he's older than me. And my pussy don't whistle. <laughs> my dog doesn't whistle. <laughs> Ron, I gotta tell you. I can't, you know I'm never gonna leave you alone. Yeah, but does your yeah, but but Ron, but Ron, does does your dog hunt? What? There does he hunt? The question. Does your dog hunt? Does hunt, your dog hunt? Hunt hunt cunt? Hunt punt. <laughs> What did you say? Does he hunt pussy? <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> I thought she said, does he hunt cunts? No, he's a fag. You know what, Ming? What? I don't care. Every it, time what? I see you now, you well, know I'm yeah, going to say, I mean, what, what? I'm gonna say, is your pussy still whistling? <laughs> I'll never leave you alone with that. I love that. That's like my new Ming thing. Oh, goody. <laughs> Ming and her whistling pussy. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And I'm gonna. I have such a dirty mind. That's from I Texas, love it. So it whistles Dixie. 
<laughs> so, wait, I want to say a couple things real I quick. I love your you guys. mind. You know, life oh, yes. is short. We should have fun. Absolutely. Oh, you know what? Risque. And <laughs> risque, risque always was funny. Uh, since the beginning of time, when people said anything that was a little off color, yeah. everybody laughed. Unfortunately, today we're being pressured into not doing it. They want us to be miserable and nappy people in our country. We've lost freedom of speech, freedom of comedy, freedom of everything, and it's pathetic. And people now shun and look down at my comedy. You know, I really feel sorry for comics. Well, uh, there's nothing to talk about. You know, I have yeah. a wonderful... I, have uh, a one, I feel really I have a, sorry for comics. Well, when people say to me, Ron, you have a dirty mouth and your humor is dirty, I say yes. And people paid to see me. And people did pay to see my show, to hear that stuff. So what have you got? I mean, you're telling me my mouth is dirty. Well, people paid to see me. Who the fuck ever paid to see you, you creature? <laughs> Not you, he means you. The, people the, in general. The, the people in general. You know, the, the, the ass wipes that think that, I don't know what the hell they think, that were, you know, were, fuck you if you know what that means. It's nothing what it what it sounds like. It's fornication by some bullshit. That, the consent of the king. That the Pope, the Pope made up in Italy. So, I mean, you know, we just made those words dirty. A bastard yeah. is somebody without a father. A bitch is a, a dog, female dog. That whistles. <laughs> That whistles. <laughs> a cunt comes from the cunt cave. Yeah. If you, if you sail around Europe, there are cunt caves. Oh my gosh. And that's where the word comes because it looks like a woman with her legs open, the cunt cave cunt. So, I mean, those words really are just slang. They have but wait, no wait, evil is it, meaning. Is... Hmm? Wait. Hey, so wait, gonna, wait. You're going to whisper? Is you're going to whisper? Cunt cave. Is the concave concave? <laughs> yes. Concave concave. It is. It is. Anybody that knows a woman when she's lying on her back with her legs or open, is it she forms a concave. Con a concave. No, she's. <laughs> you know, the pirates years ago used to go into in Genoa, Italy, especially. All the concaves around the the mountains, the ocean, were tons of little concaves, and they would go in there to bury their treasure. Yeah. So men years ago used to put their treasure in cunt caves. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So wait, you guys, I want to brag some yeah. for me. So you guys, she's got a couple of great movies you should see her in. Vampy, a vampire, sorry, vampire. I want to watch this movie too. The silliest vampire movie ever made. Um, she's getting ready. The uh, silliest vampire movie ever made. Yep. Then we have, uh, we're working on a film Crack called... Crack open a bottle of wine when you watch it and just sit back. <laughs> no, I don't drink. <laughs> Although my friend just sent me a bunch of mangoes and I'm going to squeeze them and make mango teenies. That's vodka and mango juice. I love it. So hold on, you guys. So when we're working... Come, when you come to We're working on a movie called... Here, I, will get, I will make you some. We're working on a movie You're called... You're coming to okay. Palm Springs soon, Okay, right? okay, okay, yes. Shut up. I'm negotiating. She's going to come to Palm no, Springs. No, she said to me at the carpet, she, red carpet, she said... Welcome. You have to invite her. What invite? She comes. I told her, call me. Let me know when you're coming. So anyway, we yeah. have to finish painting first. We have to finish painting first. Um, I want to come. Whenever, Absolutely. Whenever you want. No, no ceremony here. No bullshit. So you hang come, on, you guys. Because I want to like promote the things that we're trying to oh, promote. We talk so much. Because we only have seven minutes left and no, we haven't gonna, talked gonna, about any movie stuff. We're going to hold her longer because <laughs> of our difficulties. So you guys listen up. First of all, she's got a couple of great <laughs> movies. 
One of the movies directed by Jennifer James also is called The Typical Love with Eddie Griffin, Stephen Bauer, Mickey Fair, who's a friend of mine, so I bring it up. And, and that's a movie that Ming's starring in. Another movie uh, also directed by Jennifer James is Mommy and Me. It has Stephen Bauer. It also has our friend and, Melissa and, Dowling and in that it. Jennifer. Uh, so has our friend Jennifer, I mean, Alyssa Dowling in it. And then we're working on a movie, uh, Jennifer and, and Ming and I, yeah. and from Superman called The Red River. And um, let me tell you something about Jennifer James. That broad is so fucking talented. I talked to her, and I think I'm talking to an entire movie studio. There's nothing in the business she doesn't know or can't do. And I'm dying to work under her because I think she's going to be a dynamite director. And she's going to bring out all the good stuff in me for the movie. She, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know yet. I mean, I feel she directs me when I talk. When I oh, talk. yeah. She can make she can make something. Yeah. And she's a lovely person also. She's a kind. She can make lady. something out of nothing. You know, she, she she's can, a very sweet girl. Very sweet. Uh, lovely. It's just a, a good. Yeah. A good heart. A good person. Good friend she's, of mine. She's loving. She's kind. She hugs you. Yeah. She's warm. She's a, a superhuman being. Yeah, definitely. A, and a beautiful girl, too. So how did you figure yes. out to do... How did you figure out that you were going to spend all your money to do your first movie, Vampire? How did you decide on that being the movie? Is that just because you wrote the script and you wanted to fund your own first film? Well, um, so Vampire actually came from uh, O Negative, which was pure horror epic but I didn't have the money to make O negative. So I essentially um, reformulated O negative to make the movie Vampire and made it a completely different story to make something that I could afford with what little money that I had. And um, I just took the leap of faith because I don't really like to do things any, any other way, you know, if somebody tells me, well, you need to do this first, well, you need to do this first, punch this card, punch this card. Well, you know, I say, fuck you. You know, I, this is not who I am. I, I, I forge my own path. I put mind to something and I have not for one second, any doubt that it can get done. And it, I was like, I'm, I'm done playing these games in this town. You know, I'm just done. You know, I'm done with the sexual harassment. I'm done with the talking down to me. I'm done being who told I'm not good enough. Talked? I'm not pretty enough. Wait, I'm too wait, fat. hold it. Hold, oh, hold it. Dude. Who's telling you these? I'll go knock the shit out of her. Who's telling you this lies? Who's saying oh, this? Hun, You're too you have fat. No idea. You're too fat. Okay. You, a, you, know, you have a gorgeous ass. Are you kidding any gay guy would kill for your about ass. sexual harassment while you're Thank talking you. about his ass. <laughs> Listen, I'm not doing sexual <laughs> harassment. I am not doing sexual harassment. Sexual harassment no, no. is if I said to her, That's I want to fuck your beautiful ass. That's sexual harassment. But by telling a woman that she is sexy and beautiful to me is being a charming gentleman. Years ago, women lived for this. They got dressed, and a man would say, my darling, you look wonderful tonight. You look beautiful tonight. You're desirable. You're sexy. Mm. And if women, think like that's that. if women think that's sexual harassment, mm. then they should go and become dykes. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go some hypotheticals. So, Ming. No, really, you have a, hot, you have a very hot yeah. body. Who's calling jealous? <laughs> jealous people are calling you fat jealous and as far as anything else about you that was negative you know what 
listen, for every negative jerk, there's a positive Ron Russell who, who sees the positivity in everyone. I don't see negative. I really do. I think you're one I of the cool, you, coolest Ron. people. No, I love you more because you know what? I've really taken you to my heart and I don't know you that well. But you're one of those people that who you meet immediately you like. And and there's a warmth about you and, and a sweet sincerity. And I, I, I just like you so much. I'll probably learn to love you in time. And you'll be one of my closest mm -hmm. friends. If that's any big deal. I mean, you know, it's like it's Academy Award. I... <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> you know. So so uh, I, I just adore the both of you and I'm so excited. Yes, we're going to make some really wonderful things and people are going to love it. Are you going to the Halloween bash? Yep. They're going as our guests. At, 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 yeah, oh. at the uh, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum oh, yeah. in Hollywood. Yes. You guys, if you're, you're living... going. Oh, oh, that's the Halloween. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You, you have okay. to go. Yeah. It's going to be a major yes. bash. You guys, it's HalloweenHotness.com. Halloween-Hotness. It's open to the public. There's going to be a ton of famous people there. It's only like, if you get tickets now, it's only like $25 or $30 to get a ticket. It's at Madame Tussauds on uh, October 16th. You get 16th. to go through the You get to go through museum. Madame Tussauds Museum and the party is on the roof. Right. Um, overlooking downtown and LA. you'll get to meet me meeting jimmy's Ooh. no big deal yes but meeting me is <laughs> and you'll get so. to Ming. you'll get to meet ming and ming. you'll get to meet jennifer jones and, then you and there's a whole me. bunch of other and people going to be there see ming's ass and comment on it on facebook there you go it's going to oh be God. a lot of fun <laughs> <clears throat> so ming let's Thanks. let's do a bucket list. go ahead yes. go ahead bucket list let's say you could work with any actor and any actress in history that you have never worked with who's somebody that you think you would love to work with and then the second part of the question is if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever been made before what movie would you have liked to have been in oh uh so i think i would love more than anything to work with um dame judy dench Oh, me too. Oh, uh, that's her. a good one. Love her. Her love acting her. is just. She's superb. Did you guys see her uh, singing um, uh, Send in the Clowns? Look it up on YouTube. No. The most beautiful performance. I didn't know it that she moved could me. sing. I watched it with Jen and we both cried a little. I didn't know she could oh, sing. Oh, so beautiful. Uh, it, it, it's a stage. Yeah. Oh, she can Wait, sing. Ming, Ming, I want to so I would say I, uh, ask, I would love I, to work with da Dame Judi Dench. And what about a guy? Me, me too. Um, I would love to work with, um, obviously, uh, Ian McShane. I would love to work with Ian McShane, Anthony Hopkins. You know, I'd love to work with, um, I, I love, I, you know, we were considering um, some star names. I don't know if I should name them yet. Obviously no, not. But don't, um, yeah, don't name them. You know, if, if they're wishful, I, if they're I, wanna, wishful. I don't want to work. I don't, I don't really want to work with young. You know, I don't want to work with really young actors because I want to work with seasoned actors who've lived life. When you've been thrashed by life, and and just been put through the ringer and had your ass just dragged all over the, you know, just every emotional spectrum. You are seasoned as an actor. You're and you, perfect. And you know You're where, right. And you know where to go when you need what you need to do. That's the thing. I mean, I can go in a million yeah. places. You want me to cry? I cry on, on Ron, cry. And I cry because yeah. I, have, I think of many cry, things that yeah. make me cry. So, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I yeah. want to ask you one question. We have it in our bodies, you know. 
Yeah. And, sure. and oh, listen, the movie's called O Negative. Yes. In O Negative, you're not throwing, oh, you're not throwing, yeah. you're not throwing Hollywood blood in my hair, are you? No, no. Oh, because Actually, it'll stain my are... hair. Man. No, my hair gets pink from that shit. I can't, get, <laughs> I can't wash it out. No, really. If you throw Hollywood blood in my hair, so, I scrub it and wash it with Clorox, everything, and it goes pink. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm too old for pink hair. Yeah. Good. Well, there will be no Hollywood blood in your hair. Good. You know, um, these are very exacting, clean kills. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and what? Um, but you're gonna love the part I have. I in can't wait. For send you, me, Ron. send me the script. She's still putting it together. Okay. I think she's still revamping it. Okay. So, oh wait. So, what movie would you? No, have I mean it's written. In? It's written. It's written. But, geez, what movie would I like? I would have loved to have had. Um, uh, I I would have loved to have been in Magnolia. Magnolia. And uh, oh, really? Geez, wow, you know, ever said I can't that. even. Julianne, Julianne, Julianne Moore played in played my, the role that I I would have wanted to play in Magnolia. I would have loved to do. And steal um, Magnolia? No, no, Magnolia. Some, Magnolia's, no, that's Magnolia. The, Magnolia. Magnolia's that's uh, the Tom Cruise movie, right? Tom Cruise is in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and it, it I don't was, think I know that movie. You know, I would, I would have to say that that movie. When I watched Magnolia, something was born inside of me where I wanted to write more than anything. I wanted to make people feel like I felt, and to be able to reach that level of 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 mastery. You know, because Magnolia, I was obsessed with that movie. And I would have wanted to soundtrack. play Julianne Moore's role. I like Julianne Moore a lot. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful stuff. We watched a movie yeah. though recently. I would have loved to have played. Um... Go ahead, finish your sentence. I like roles, you know. Delay. I'm funny and everything like that, but I have a lot of gravitas. I have a lot of gravitas. I can play very grounding roles, you know. Um, like detectives hell i would have loved to have been in zero 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 you guys um with andrea uh riseboro oh, i don't even God. know what that is have, do you know what zero okay zero 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 you guys have to see it um, I can write something like zero, zero, zero. I just have to wrap my mind around it and play the role that Andrea Riseborough plays. I would have loved to have played Mandy, the movie Mandy, you know. Yes. Um, there's so many of them. There's so many of them. But, but the, the roles that require, like, real transformation, real transformation to me is, is amazing. Now, obviously, I would play that from a place of truth. You know, you play it from the place of truth, but um, that sort of thing. I, I like difficult things. I don't like easy jobs. I like things that are hard because they energize me. Absolutely. I don't want a weak. A weak role puts me to sleep. Give me a challenge. Let me get out there and do it. You know, with zing and bing and wing. Meanwhile, Jimmy's going to yell at me now, but I'm going to do it anyway. If we don't get who we who he wants to play Empress Su Wang Lu yeah. in my movie. 
I would consider you. We could make you look very Chinese with heavy eye makeup. And, you know, you are very. Oh, I think she'd be great at it. You're an evil, evil <clears throat> woman. You're a very evil bit. You're like a witch. You're the empress who's the most evil woman in the world. And you have to play Ooh. it with such hatred and coldness and meanness mm. because you are just a horrible person. Yeah. And it's a damn good meaty role for you because a lot of shit happens with you. So I'll send you the script. I think you would make a very oh, wonderful so Su Long Wang. Su, Su, she's a Chinese girl. Su Long Wang, and we and she's called the Empress in the Thank movie. You. So Thank your you. costumes will be all Chinese, and maybe Su Wang can help me help us with that. My buddy Su Wang, uh, dressing you as the Empress. Of, I love Su Wang. Oh, I love Su her. Wong. She's my dearest friend in the world. We're going to spend a weekend with her in Malibu. At her Malibu. Well, house. you know, I'm half. I'm. I'm like. I'm one half, yeah. I'm one half Vietnamese. Yeah, I know that. You look yeah. Asian. So I, a bit. I, I, and um, I can. No, you, you look exotic. You look Asian exotic. No, you look Asian exotic. All they have to do is just bring yeah. the eye, bring the eyelashes up more, and your eyes will be very Chinese looking, and you could get away with being the empress. It's a damn good role, and as I said, uh, you're being directed by Michelle Kanan, and she's a stickler yeah. for authenticity. And I know that you have to play it really the minute you open your mouth, you have to be hated and, and, and want it. And, and I want the audience to destroy you. They want to destroy you because you are so vile, so mean, so terrible, cold, so cold, <laughs> such a cruel woman who wants to, what you can do, who wants to wait, who wants to destroy America. In That's what they call in acting. 19, in 1943. That's what they call during acting, During the Second though. World War. She's nice as can be, but she knows how to act. So, you guys, this is Ming, and you guys can follow her. Yeah. on Her Instagram yeah. is at Ming Ballard, M-I-N-G-B-A-L-L-A-R-D. Uh, her Twitter is at Red River underscore movie, and that's the film that we're working on that Jennifer she wrote. Jennifer James is directing, and Ron is in it, and, and Jack O'Halloran is involved with it, and I'm producing it, and we're working on getting that whole thing put together. And when you're in my movie, you and I will have a lot of scenes together, many scenes together, a lot of scenes together, which are good mm -hmm. because they're very, very awesome. Uh, they're big, they're well, big you and I scenes. are going to have a ton of scenes, scenes. together. Yeah, I want to I want to work with you because I you know some actors and some actors you work with you just don't feel it. You ever get it? Well, you're not around that long. I'm 64 years, so I could tell you how many actors I've worked with that I just didn't get it because they really weren't there. They walked through it because they wanted the money, and they were you know tired or drunk. Tired or drunk. <laughs> At least you. When I'm with you, I feel you. I feel something um, that, that you know what I mean. I think you and I have a chemistry. <clears throat> and so I yeah, think if, love, if we work, if we I, work I love it, crap. I think yes. I think you and I under, we're on the same page as I want to say. I do. So I think when we work, we're going to bang it back and forth like a ping pong ball. So you guys, too, uh, if you're sitting at home, since everybody's Absolutely. watching TV at night, watch Vampy, the silliest vampire movie ever made. That's Ming's movie. She wrote it. She stars in it. And uh, follow her in social media. We're going to be having her back because we're going to be having cast shows and stuff of all these films that we're all working on together. So she'll be back. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We love you. We think you're great. Everybody in the chat room loves you, too. And, um, and Ming, give it a couple of weeks. We cool off soon because right now it's dreadfully hot here. But in um, September, it starts to get normal. We're only like 199, 98. That's cold for you. 
right now we're up in the triple digits. You don't want to be here. It's unbelievable. And then we'll have you guys both. You and Jennifer both will have you guys come for dinner. Absolutely. Absolutely. So say hi to Jennifer. Thank you, Ming, for coming on the please, show. Please. We'll see you soon. I would love and, that. Uh, I shall. And, and we Jesus, enjoyed it. We love you. You. Are, you're, you are as sweet as sweet could be. Just a, a lovely, lovely girl. Yes. She really is. And she has a great sense of humor. And she, she plays with me. And I like that. She's not. Chatroom loves her, too. She's not inhibited. So as uh, to you guys, you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts. Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, and SoundCloud. Those, we're also on about another 140 platforms, but those are the ones that everybody knows. Um, we've got our next guest in the green room, so we're going to go ahead and bring him in, and uh, hopefully we can hear him. Hey, Kevin, say something. Hey, Jimmy, something. All right, we can hear him. That's terrific. That, that was good. We something. had a bad connection with our last guest. and So, uh, so what did you think of Ming? <laughs> did you hear the interview with Ming? Did you know? She I, did th- I did. I did hear the interview with her. Yeah. Yeah, she has a pussy that whistles. Did you know that? <laughs> I don't believe you unless I see or hear video of this, uh, Ron. That's a bunch of horseshit in my no, book. She, she said it. She said her pussy was upstairs, and can you hear it whistle? I could hear it. Yeah. Though. Well, and, if she if we're making proclamations like that, I've got a thirteen inch cock that can hum a fucking tune that'll shake your uh, your taint too. <laughs> <laughs> I love you already. So, Kevin, how do I pronounce your last name? Guti. Goat, it's goatee, like the beard that I won't grow, Jimmy. Okay, goatee. All right, everybody. Now goatee. we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, comedian, actor, voiceover artist, podcast host, Kevin Goatee. Hello and welcome to the show. Jimmy, it is an absolute treat seeing you again since the last time you did my podcast, Gutting the Sacred Cow. Good. Uh, I'm so glad we got a chance to uh, reconnect. Absolutely. So this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how What's are up, you? Double R? Double R, Yeah. So you're a comedian. My first question to you is, uh, how do you feel about being restricted by censorship of your uh, humor? It's terrible. (laughs) It's an it's an absolute crime against it should be tried in the war in the Hague. That's how awful of a war crime this has been. Where I should turn my phone off. I'm a fucking professional. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, it, it's terrible because anything that someone could wake up and get a hair up their ass and say, you know what, I don't like what this person said, and then lead an online movement to try and cancel you because something just didn't strike them right, and it, it, it's not it's not good. I'm not I'm not a fan of what's going on with the uh, with the uh, with restriction of language and thoughts and all that. It should be you know society where everyone can say things, and if you like it. Not a problem. Just uh, turn off the channel, walk out of the club. Yeah, change the fucking channel. No, but what gets me is if we make fun of ourselves, men get offended because they said, oh, my God, they think they're talking about me when, in fact, we're not. Like if I say, oh, my dick fell off the other day from uh, pertinitis. Too much fucking? I know the feeling, Ron. I know the feeling. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, then some guy is going to say, oh, my God, I'm very offended that he said that because that happened to me. They're morons out there. Years ago, my audiences were all Jewish and mafia Italian because I played all the Brooklyn straight clubs and all the, the Jewish Alps upstate New York, plus Florida, Miami, all did over. Did you the play place. the Brooklyn gay clubs too? Since you still you played the straight no, clubs? No, I never did. I was in drag at the time doing oh, this. Oh, meow. But I never did gay clubs because I didn't want to be known as a drag queen. I was right. a comedian who wore a dress. And I did the town and country. I did all the big nightclubs of the 1960s, early 1960s. So you're the original Drew Carey then. Got it. Well, different. 
<laughs> that's that's me. Woo. That's me. Me, Al, Jackie, O, wannabe. Look at you. Shane Russell, I used Shane to Russell, actually. Hold on real quick. We got a chat room full of people, so say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. What's going on? I can't. Can I see these comments, too? Hey, here we go. Please that's ask him what mic he's using. I'm using a Rode One mic. Does it sound good? Yes, it sounds it's good. It's powerful. I like it. And Thank you. Hi, Ian. What's going on? Hi, Teresa. Hi, Lady Lake Music. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's um, it's crazy what's going on out there. That's for sure. They I was going to say something said, else, but I forgot. They said well, you should make a shirt that says change to fucking change. <laughs> well, again, should. I want to go back to that question. So tell me now, actually, give me a sample of your most risque humor you do in your show. The joke, the big, the big joke. Risque. All right. So I do a joke. I said, I have a buddy who got married and he wanted to, I, I didn't go to his wedding because he has the audacity. To, he wanted to have it in Newport, Rhode Island over Labor Day weekend. Fuck him. Right. And the hotel was $500 a night, minimum three night, minimum stay. So right off the bat, I'm getting, I have a $1,500 charge to my name. If I go up there, I go $1,500 is a lot of money. I mean, think of it. I'm halfway there to hiring two Nigerians to fake beat up Jesse Smollett. All right. That's a lot of money. <laughs> he doesn't know who Jesse Smollett is, but that's funny. No, but I get the, I get the joke. <laughs> He's the guy who, who said he got beat up and, and they, you know, he was right. beat up, but he you know, paying those two guys to beat up and it was a whole stage thing. I remember so, that. I remember that. All right. So now, did anyone get offended by that? They realize it's not a it's not a racist joke. Once they go, what? Oh, it's a joke about Jesse Smollett being a lying piece of shit. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> no, it's racist because you gave the description of who the two guys were. You're not allowed. Well, to they were Nigerian, that. so it's not racist. No, you're not, <laughs> you're not allowed to. No, by saying you by saying they're Nigerian, that's being racist because you're singling out that's Nigeria. People have demented today. They are all fucked up. That's why they're all dying from ulcers because they keep it all in. Nobody is conversing anymore. The cell phone has destroyed us. And no, no, the internet has destroyed us, and I'll tell you why. Because when people had their their dumb opinions, they would have to take time and write a letter to their local paper, the letter to the editor, and then they had to march their lazy on asses to the post office, put a stamp on that fucker, and then do that. Now, if we had to charge money for every time someone put a picture of a fucking chicken quesadilla that resembled Jesus Christ, and they had to pay a dollar for that, then people will be posting less. That is the real thing here. Charge a post. Every single post should charge to be a dollar. Then people would think twice about their, their their goofy opinions that no one fucking cares about. <laughs> Thanks, Teresa. You know what? I don't give a shit. I'm old school. I do the jokes. They're dirty. You don't like it. You don't listen. Meanwhile, we have over 5 million people watching this show. And I have a fan base of thousands of people who love me and love my humor. So listen to me. Why do I hear the background? I know, listen to me. Do not ever stop being funny in who you are. Don't let them win. Be who you are. Do your shit. There's an audience out there for you. Trust me. You, know you hear me, guidance counselor, pieces of shit? I am going to continue to be me because Ron said so, God damn it. No, no, wait a minute. I learned a long time ago, and I, I think Milton Berle told me this. He said, never worry about pleasing your audience because you never will. If you please some of your audience, you're a success. And he was right. If a comedian goes out there and worries, oh, shit, is this joke going to work? This show, you're not going to work. You're not going to happen. You got to go out there with a fuck you attitude. Like, here I am. You paid to see me. Now I'm going to make you laugh. 
And that's was all been always has always been my attitude, even on this show. I mean, I you had to hear what I did with with uh, Ming. Of course, I know Ming. I got away with murder, but um, <laughs> you know, because she's a no, friend. I hear of you, and that and, and that's the goal. Like I do, I'm, and in fact, I'm a show. I'm more right now of a show creator and a show runner. I created a show called Comics Watching Comics that was on Amazon for eight seasons, and I'm trying to get these other shows pitched. Like I've really kind of moved a, a little bit away from comedy for the time being and focusing on those shows being pitched as well as my podcast that Jimmy was on, the Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast that I had referenced before. So it's just, I think my my end game, I've learned now that comedy is great, but right now I, I'm, I know and I can see the results of my work, of my labor from the podcast more than I can with comedy. And it's just, I'd rather be doing this right now. But again, down the road, I'm sure I'll be getting back into it somehow. But right now, it's like I said, I'm gonna get these shows picked up and uh, the podcast get more uh, more steam behind it. Well, comedy is dead as far as I'm concerned. Because, I mean, oh. I, have a, I have a very good friend of mine who's a comedian. I won't use his name, but... Is it Milton Berle? <clears throat> no, he's dead. <laughs> no, but I knew... I, I understand I, his penis is still above ground, though. I heard he had a hell of yes, a hog. Did he, he, ha he had a huge penis. He used to hit on me all the time. I was 18 years old, and he would chase me around this restaurant we ate in in New York all the time. <laughs> Chase, stop it. You got caught all the time, Ron. Okay, I give no, up. I pulled a hamstring. No, 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 no. Milton Berle was an ugly thing in person. Oh, he had big liver lips with a cigar, and he smelled, and he spit when he talked to you. He spit on you. He was not an attractive man. I don't care how big his wang was. What am I going to do with a big wang anyway? Uh, swing I mean, I'm sure you could think of, think of a few things, you know. Jump roping, double dutch, that'd be something you could right. do, right? Exactly, exactly. Or let's play shoot the snake or something or hide the sword. Lasso cattle, that's something else you could do. <laughs> Tap someone on the shoulder who's far away. But no, but anyway, my friend lives in Palm Springs and he just came back from Vegas and I haven't had a chance to talk to him, but I don't think he was so happy because he, he's not a risque a comedian, but he's a, he's a, a, a Jewish whiner. All he does is whine. About, oh, Eve is me and my life, my father, my mother was no good, my father. And, you know, that doesn't work anymore either because people don't want to hear that. I don't know what people want to hear in comedy. What do they want to hear? Only bad stuff about Donald Trump. Then they no, see that. See, I mean, look, and I'm not a I'm not a political comic. It's just if you say you hate something like the people who post every day, like let's say you hate Trump. All right. And I get why people hate it. But if I, if, and here's my example. Let's say every day on Facebook or Twitter, I go on, I go, I hate broccoli. Fuck broccoli. And I do that every single day for six months. People are like, hey, asshole, we get it. You hate broccoli. Move on. And I think that's a lot of to do now, with, like, especially she's out of the White House. But to answer your question, Ron, I, people want to hear about themselves and interesting things that they have done that are, have happened to them. In their life, like I have a story, I, I tell my buddy, I call him GFA, guy who fucks anything because he does. He, what he does is when he takes his shit in public, he wraps his feet in toilet paper, gets completely naked, folds his clothes, puts them on the bottom, on the floor in the restroom, in a public restroom, and does that. So people love hearing shit like that more so, I think, than you know, political commentary at times. I think right now it's been beaten so hard. People are like you know what, come back in a few years and we can do political commentary again. It's been beating the shit out of so. But, yeah, um, but the public we'll hear about them, other people and so if, if you if you want to do jokes about the public, you can't anymore because the public is miserable. COVID, possibly who's in Washington, what's going on right. with gasoline prices, what's going on in Afghanistan. You can't make people reflect about themselves because they're negative, they're angry, or they're depressed, or they're confused, or they're vulnerable. Yeah. 
You know, so yeah, when, but I think if you if you and the, when you do talk about things that aren't then in, in that realm, it takes some. It's an escape. It's like the movies, like an hour and forty five. You're in a completely other world without those you know those news things bombarding your phone and reminding you, Jesus Christ, man, this is a tough time that we're in. So I think yeah. comedy can still be an escape if you know it's obviously done right. Humor has changed in my time, which was. 1960 when I started doing stand-up and drag there was a joke I did that was very risque and got a tremendous laugh today it would put people to sleep I was impersonating Jane Russell and I said well I will admit that my tits have sagged I was shaving my ankle and I cut my nipple this morning now you know that was bad back then people laughed I thought that was so funny because the picture was Jane Russell bent over her tits were hanging down to the floor and she cut her nipple while shaving her ankle I mean that you know would be even funny if you, if you would have said you know what my tits are sagging like Jesus you should see my pussy lips those things have been dragging the last block behind me yeah but you know what Jane Russell was my was my best friend and a deal. Oh, well, oh, that's cool. So I, I, I never did anything. You couldn't that, do it too risque. No, I never did <laughs> oh. anything that made her look cheap or trampy or vulgar. I did oh. that deliberately. So hang on, I want to steer this into a different conversation because this conversation could go nowhere forever. No, um, it's <laughs> that's because you're not in it. You are uh, not a comedian. No, you have no sense of you. So you have you're a, not funny. You have a very popular uh, podcast though, Gut, gutting the sacred cow podcast. I was a guest yes, on sir. it. Tell people a little bit about. Oh, wait what a it, minute, fuckface! How come I wasn't a guest on it too? Just Jimmy. You Jesus Christ, Ron! I just met you ten minutes ago. Like, I'm not gonna pull my dick out and say hi. How are you? Like Milton Berle did. Let me slow down and we'll date. We'll date a no. little bit. You know what? If you pull your dick out and say hi, our ratings will go up. <laughs> I'm I'm average. I'm not here to say. I'm not here to humble brag. I'm average. So. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, thanks for the lead in. Gutting the Sacred Cow is unlike any other movie podcast. What we do is we give a platform for the unpopular opinion. What do I mean by that? We invite our guests like Jimmy to pick a film that they find overrated or hate. But here's the twist. It has to be one of these criteria. Widely beloved, critically acclaimed, or financial success. So you can't dunk on Friday the 13th Part 7. We know it's a steaming piece of shit. So what we're doing is people – my goal is to get people to look at their phones and their tablets and go, what the fuck? Who hates Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which is coming out in a couple of weeks? And this week we have Rocky Three. Next week I'm actually just editing the episode until I, I, I was in the waiting room with you guys. We were doing Revenge of the Nerds. So we're having these people come on and go, you know what? This movie sucks and I'm not afraid to come out and say it. So instead of just four dudes talking about you know Star Wars or some shit for an hour and a half – we invite and we have segments and shit. We, we read the Amazon five-star, one-star reviews. We read the critics five-star, one-star reviews. We read user questions for the panelists. So gutting the sacred cow. I want everyone to go to their phones right now and subscribe to us on YouTube as well as on the podcast platform where you listen to podcasts because we're the best goddamn movie podcast out there bar none. There's guys, no one doing what I'm doing as a, funny as we're doing it as well. It's a lot of fun, you guys. He hosts it with another guy who's also named Kevin. I wouldn't Kevin. know. I was never and, invited uh, on. Well, you have, you have to like watch a movie and then critique uh, Jimmy, it. Jimmy, I've watched movies since 19. It's very hard to pick because every movie that, they, that that I wanted to pick, they had already done, and you can't redo I a mean, movie. Oh, come on. I, uh, I've yeah. seen every movie. I've seen over a, so wait a million second. Well, Hang movies. on. Let's go. So, so Gutting the Sacred Cow podcast, you guys. It's uh, The other guy is Kevin, too, right? Kevin Israel. Kevin Israel, right. And yes, so he's Jewish. It's Kevin and Kevin. And and they they take the the pro stance. No, no, they not they, always, they, not they, always. They let, see, they let you don't guess. know, you don't they know until the, the very end on how we go. Some movies were like, "Fuck you, this movie's a classic," or sometimes we're like, "You know what, this movie is a piece of shit," or sometimes like, "Eh, 
I could take it or I could leave it, you know? Yeah, and, but you don't know until the end. That's the beauty part. We, 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 we hold our cards tight to our chest. So what are some of the movies that you thought were, like, great, like, that you guys have been, like, these are, like, the great movies? All right. Well, we've had people come on and try and take down Pulp Fiction. Lost. Uh, uh, <laughs> Star Wars. Lost. The Matrix. Lost. Die Hard. Lost. Point Break. Lost. Uh, not to suggest the name of a few of these films. The original people, people try to attack. Break, the original What's that? break though, right? Not the not the like No, we don't are you break. kidding me? That I, would, was, I don't waste shit. my time with those shit box reboots, all right? The only good reboot is uh Dread, if you're a fan of that stuff. The, the Dread movie was amazing. But yeah, I don't uh and who's thanks, Lady Like Music. You're right, it is a cool show. I appreciate the compliment. Who's, but yeah, we definitely have films where like, no, you're an asshole. This oh usual suspect, someone tried to turn and take down and we destroyed them. But there are other films where we also uh it's funny, Kevin and I will pick a film, one film a year, and we'll sit in the gutter's chair and pull it apart. Like, for example, Kevin shows he hates The Shining. He says it's so overrated, and he's right. It is overrated. I chose A Christmas Story because that film is one of the biggest pieces of shit that this nascent nation had foisted upon it. That movie is fucking terrible, and I am a – it is a <laughs> master class in gutting when I go after Do you a like Christmas that movie? Story. What movie? A Christmas Story. We never watch it. We've had everybody from the Did cast on our show. That's the one with the little kid gets the BB. You'll shoot your eye out You'll with Ralphie and the coonskin. Who can take a you bull who's wearing what? a coonskin you know hat what? seriously? Not me. I bet that movie made a fortune of money. In it Canada. did not. It did not make a, let's see, that's right. a funny thing. It right. did not make think, a lot of money. I think it did in Oklahoma. It did not. We did the numbers. We did the numbers, Ron. It did not make oh, a lot of no, money. He, Why no, it became so popular? Why it became so popular is this? I was trying to go for a joke. And I was ready to hit oh. the button, and you stepped on my joke. So fuck. Oh, me. I didn't know you're doing a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. And it, no, it, it's dead. No, nobody see? heard it. So. No, but it's dead in my soul. Okay. So you can't do it. Okay. It's, but do you ever do movies? Just like Milton Berle's dead. Got it. Okay. Wait, like in the 1950s, I could critique those movies that were wonderful and bad. Uh, some of them were dogs, really bad, and they were tremendous Actually, money makers, and they become classics, and they call them the, a classic film, and I want to throw up when they call right. certain films classic because they're far from classic. We've done also Citizen Kane and, um, and uh, not Sound of Music. God damn it. Citizen uh, Kane. Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. So we've done like some big time, like classic, well, classic movies. Citizen, Citizen, Citizen Kane was a wonderful movie for the time. I yes, remember the seeing time. it for the day. It was shocking. It was exposing, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the newspaper journalist, uh, Charles, uh, oh, uh, uh, William Randolph Hearst. Hearst and his and his female lover, the actress Ma Miriam Davis. So back then, that was oh my god, look, 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 oh my god. We never saw things like that. Right. It was really exposing. What's the, what's the movie the, with, with the statue? Oh, the bird statue. The bird statue. It's like a, they say it's the best the best movie ever made in history. Oh, Maltese Falcon. Maltese Falcon. Oh, we, didn't do that one. oh, we also did Casablanca not too long ago. Let me tell you one fun fact about. Um, God damn it, Citizen Kane. Do you know, so Rosebud, we all know. Do you know how the, how that came to be? Uh, Charles Foster Kane in real life, uh, so William Randolph first, he named his girlfriend's pussy Rosebud because that's what it looked like. That's where that came from. True story. Well, that was Marion Davies. <laughs> right. Uh, and she was um, a tramp, a Hollywood tramp, and with him only for his money. And he knew it, and he used to beat the crap out of her, if you want a real Hollywood inside dirt. So when I look at movies of that period, I know the truth behind the film, and I know the truth in the writing. And I say, today, they should remake those films with the truth. 
then mm-hmm. they would have a quality film. But like last night we watched a movie. It's called um, Crossfire. Crossfire is about three soldiers that beat up a man when the, he invited them to his apartment. The original script was the man was a homosexual and he was inviting them up there to have sex with them. And one of the guys flipped out and killed him, beat him to death. Well, back in those days, homosexuals didn't exist in Hollywood or anybody's mind. They were, they were not even existent. So they changed it to, he was a Jew. And they said that this guy was, was, uh, uh, was, um, a Jew hater, and he beat the guy up because the guy was Jewish. And I just found the holes in that movie so terrible because the script was telling you his personality. Well, he was a very weak uh, man who artistic. loved artistic man. Now, we know that means fag. I mean, when are we stupid? So, you know, go ahead, show it like it was. Crossfire should be made today with the original script. It would be a fabulous movie. You know, we could do that. But the fact that it was done with that cover-up <laughs> shit, it was horrible. That was one of the worst films ever. And Bob Mitchum, who was a wonderful fella, if you ever knew Robert Mitchum, he was probably... Yeah, Kill a Mockingbird. Well, I mean, personally, he was a terrific guy. He was Jane Russell's best and dearest buddy in the world. And the cast was a damn good cast. Uh, but the film was a dog. Terrible so, lie. So, Kevin, then, who are some of your favorite... What What are some of your personal favorite movies? My own personal favorite films. I I love my favorite film of all time is Caddyshack. It's the best goddamn comedy ever that this earth has seen. I absolutely love Naked Gun, Pulp Fiction, Star Wars, The Matrix. Those how about, uh, like, how about the Mad Mad World? I love that movie. I I could not have been more bored with that film. Oh, it I was ragged. I was dragged. I was screaming through the whole movie. It was the stupidest movie and the funniest movie in the world. Oh, I not in, not in, not in this person's eye. Wait. I found insanely boring. I but, actually, but wait a minute. Remember, you saw it now. I saw it back in 1967. In 1967, it was called funny. Things change with time. Today, looking at it, and you're a young fella. You don't really right. see the humor in it. But back then, it was a very funny movie. Well, so now, to- I'm, I'm going to fight your point with a point. So, okay, so does it hold up now? But you know it holds up, and it's 40 fucking one years old. Oh, sorry. Let me do the math again. 46 years old now, Jaws. And that thing is still flawless. So, yeah, some things hold up, and that's why there will be classic masterpieces. Some things don't. And a mad, mad world – and, I'm by the way, I'm 44. Thank you for the compliment. But it's it's it doesn't hold up for shit. Doesn't hold up at all. It wasn't funny. Other other films still are funny as shit. Look at Airplane. Airplane's over forty years, almost forty. Yeah, it's over forty years old. That's still hilarious. So it just wasn't uh, good. If you ever if you ever want to get um, uh, we're really good friends with Lorraine Land, and she's the flight attendant from Airplane Two. If you ever want to like have her on, we could book her on for you. She's she's. You couldn't get fun. Julie Haggerty, the one from Airplane One, instead. No, I don't know her. <laughs> no, Lorraine is the best friend of ours. I see. Oh, that's funny. We should redo that crossfire. So I see now because like I don't think that like I like the Matrix, but I don't think the Matrix is like one of the best truly like movies like you ever. What, I mean, it's folks, a good movie, but it's not like what? the best. You know what? One man's meat is another man's poison. No one is the same. Everybody has likes and dislikes and views. Some people will not True. watch a movie if there's a black person in it. I know of these people. They say, oh, I'm sitting watch next that. to you. Right, Ron? No. no, wait, no, they'd say, oh, I, do. I won't watch that picture because a black person was in it and they switched the channel. Those people, of course, I dismiss. I'm not interested in knowing. Sure. But I, I know some people that say, oh, homosexuals are in that movie. I don't want my grandchild watching that. I get rid of those fuckers, too. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> you know. So people that know half of Hollywood is gay. I mean, Jesus Christ, they're acting. It's it's not a big deal. What you're saying, Hollywood is gay. <laughs> I've heard. I mean, you guys are kind of you know pulling the curtain away on that one for me. So thanks. <laughs> Hollywood. Act- he knows all the ones who were gay. Hollywood. Listen, I knew the Macari Grant, Randolph Scott, Tony Curtis, Burt Lancaster. I can go on and on all day long. Who was this? John Wayne. Name? Just kidding. No, 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 John Wayne. Just was kidding. Never. No, the lady. Who's the lady who was the Big Valley mom? Oh, Barbara Stanwyck. Barbara Stanwyck. Big Dyke. She dressed in drag all the time. I mean, they were all gay in Hollywood back then. Yeah. I used to go when, when I was a young fella. I used to go to Palm Springs and I used to go to the, um, uh, the uh, what the hell? Which is, is where we are now. The country club there. What was it called? Anyway, they used to stock it with all young guys and young girls specifically for these movie stars that stayed at that hotel to have sex with. And you could go there and you could have sex with Tab Hunter. You could have t- sex with Rock Hudson. Any of the stars that went in there because they kept it secret. You weren't allowed to ever say publicly who you had sex with. And they mm-hmm. did the same thing with the women. They had beautiful girls go there for the lesbian actresses, which are so many. There's a book out called The Sewing Circle, and it tells you about all the dykes in Hollywood. You'd be shocked wow. to know who they are. There's see when you watch, when we watch these old films now, especially I think like the guys who went gaga for over a lot of these like all time actresses. I'm like, I, if you would have like so if my grandfathers were still alive, they go so and so at her time. I go, you know what? You take your so and so, and I'll show you like I don't know Anne Hathaway or or or, or Salma Hayek or someone like that or Halle no, Berry, but, hey, they and they'll didn't... blow them out of their fucking no, no, that's, out of the that's, water. That's not true. You're very okay. wrong. No one okay. was no one was more beautiful than Sophia Loren or Grace Kelly. I was no, going to no, say no. also. Oh God, who is the? Ch- I'm, I'm thinking she her she died in a car accident. Her head got cut off. She's Jane Mansfield. She's a smoke show. She was a smoke show. She was a uh, platinum blonde, big titted, sleazy looking, hoary broad that everybody liked because she was playing stupid and always hung her tits out at affairs. So she was a she was like a comic, like a, an image. She was a cartoon. I'm talking about true. Rita Hayworth was. I knew Rita Hayworth as an older woman, and she was still a beautiful woman. Um, Jane Russell, my best friend forever. I mean, she was magnificently beautiful. These women had glamour. They had Hollywood behind them, dressing them, painting them, hairdoing them, making them out to be superstars. Uh, Today, Selma Hyatt, you could see her throwing out the garbage and panties in a bra. That's not glamour. That's not Hollywood. Hollywood is done. The leading men are no longer Tyrone Power, Rock Hudson, all those gorgeous men that dressed beautifully and, and acted. Actually, that's the whole world, though, because nobody dresses no, beautifully I know anymore that, anywhere. I'm, I'm, listen, <laughs> I'm 81 years old, so I'm coming from an era where it was elegance and beauty. Everybody tried to look the best they could. Everyone dressed and wanted to look good. Wait, so, so Kevin, who do you think, like for me, like uh, my ultimate – even though I'm gay, but my ultimate You're favorite. Gay? My get away from me, <laughs> yeah. faggot. Faggot. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. You're going to get Ooh, sick. No. no, I'm just kidding. So, uh, now I'm going to get clapped. We, uh, my favorite, Char- <laughs> Charlie, Charlize Theron is like my Great. Absolute. Oh, Breath- she's, Breath- she's insane. Bre- breathtaking. Very uh, much Charl- so. Charlize could be a 40s actress in those yeah. in that category. I think Nicole Kidman could. I don't think no, Nicole, 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 Nicole Kidman is I very I think she's pretty. a good actress. I don't think she's hot. She's though. very pretty, but she's not a great beauty. Um. Halle hey, Berry has to be in this conversation. Halle Berry guys. is, is Halle now, Berry is beautiful. Angelina Jolie, who grew yes. up in my, 
who grew up in my house, you know, she's my daughter, Deirdre's friend. They went to school together. I made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for Angie when she was a kid. We lived on Spalding. Now, she she's lived, beautiful. She lived around the corner in Roxbury. Yeah. Did you so, see Gia? Wait, I'm not finished. So yes. I've, wa I've watched Angie grow up. When Angie was four years Unlike old, her dad, John Voigt. I don't like him. He's not nice. But <laughs> No, Thanks, not, Jimmy. You got it. <laughs> no, he's not nice. John Voight is a snob. No, I know he's not. That's why she fucking left him and you know disowned him as a, as a dad. He's, he's a snob. He's stuck up and he's cheap. He drove a oh. broken down Volkswagen uh, with a dented fender, a gr ugly green car. He was never pretentious. He never lived a life. He never supported that family. They lived on Roxbury in a rental apartment. And his mother had to beg John for money to give the kids. I mean, Angie came to my daughter's five-year-old birthday party wearing clothes that they came out of the washing machine. They weren't even ironed. Her little Mary Jane white patent leather shoes were scuffed. All right? Christ. Angie Angie did not come from a happy home. They were nuts. The brother was a nut. The father was a nut. The mother was nice. I agree, I, I though. Like, I like Marshalena. Marshalena was a hippie. I agree with Anne Hathaway, though. I, there's something I don't think she's no, classically gorgeous, but I like she's her. She's pretty, but she does. She's, she doesn't ring bells. She, I love her work. I love her as an actress. But Charlize Theron, she rings bells. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they, if they doll her up. Actually, Ron's daughter was second was runner up uh, after Halle Berry won Miss New York or whatever. What did she win? Uh, Miss uh, Long Island, Miss Teen Long Island, Miss Teen Long Island, and then uh, Ron's daughter won the next year. Halle uh, Berry is a fucking beauty. Yes, yes. You want to talk about a beauty? You got to see that broad. That's what no, he said. You got to have included her on no the list. makeup, no makeup, no hairdo, in jeans and a t-shirt. I when I saw her, I fainted. I couldn't believe she and elegant and beautifully spoken and beautifully poised. That's why she won Miss Long Island. The year before my daughter, my daughter had it. She had to give the crown to my daughter. Um, you know, another one we talked about in the podcast that some guys are defending to the death and they're saying she's hot. And I almost threw them oh. off a fucking balcony. Two of them. And uh, sorry, Natalie Portman and Emma Stone. They're cute, but they're, they're cute. not. They're not, Emma, chopping, Emma, they're not dropping Emma, jaws. Emma Stone looks like a frog with those bulging <laughs> eyes. I'm not a fan of Emma Stone's in any way. He thought he, she's he a great actress. I just he, don't think she's very, and she's cute, but she's not hot. Is my point. No, she's, no, not, she's hot. not hot. I think Natalie no. Portman's kind of hot, though. Natalie, no. Portman, Natalie Portman at times is quite beautiful. I saw is her okay. in a no. I saw her in a movie with what's his name, where she played a prostitute. She had on a, a purple closer, wig. where she's a stripper. Closer. Yeah, he loves that. That's good. That that scene in the purple hair when she was half naked trying to bang him. She yeah. was hot, man. I was, I was, I'm gay, and I was getting hot. Thank God no. you didn't say the professional when she was 14 years old, because I have to call the cops on you, Ron. <laughs> no, but there's a lot. That was a good movie, though. You know, yeah, it I, was. Now I made a movie with Sophia Loren in 1959, and that's his favorite. We had to get, we had to get to the set at six in the morning. I had to get there at six. She got there at eight, seven, and a black Cadillac pulled up. We didn't have limos back then, and out came this huge woman in a trench coat tan trench coat with a kerchief on and big sunglasses and i thought that's sophia loren she's ugly and the hands she had hands like a man no fingernails i mean i was studying her and i thought they make such a big deal about it look at that nose she's got a nose like a bird anyway <laughs> wait a minute three hours later she came out of the trailer and i was in her scene i played a soldier she had to walk by me with barbara nichols and we had to scream and yell at her and throw our hats in the air I dropped dead. I had never in my life seen a woman 
as beautiful as Sophia Loren. She was beyond exquisite, sexy. The walk when she walked with that ass swinging and the tits in the hair. She, I, I mean, I fell in love with her. I went home and I did a painting of her behind my bed on the wall. My mother almost had a stroke. And it was Sophia Loren. Jeez, I thought you were gay. What the fuck just happened? No, I wasn't gay then. I was 19. <laughs> you not figured it out yet. So wait, what I, about... I was borderline. Yeah, you know who else I like? Okay, first, I like... um. Myla Kunis. I think she's very. Pretty. See, I'm not a fan of her. She's too sprightly for me. She's too tiny. And I mean, she's cute. Listen, she's cute, but she's not. I, I wouldn't say hot. Like I, that's reserved for like the, the upper echelon. By the way, this is a great show. Two gays in a straight talking about women's looks. I love it. <laughs> you know who I think is hot? And she's an old broad now. She was married to the guy who came on our show that has Batman collection, the Italian. Oh, Virginia Madsen. Virginia Madsen. I think she's hot. I don't know why, but if I was straight, I would sure go for her. Something mm. about her that's just alluring. She sort of sucks you in. You know? you know, I'll give you two. One of I think I know you'll agree on Monica Bellucci. And I know she's not a good actress, but Emily Rajkowski is, is stunning for me. Absolutely stunning. I don't, know who they are. I don't know who they are. Monica Bellucci was in The Matrix, the second Matrix, which is an Italian actress. I don't, um, I, don't, I didn't like the Matrix. I never watched. The second one was terrible. The third one was terrible too. But no, I never um, watched those. But Emily Rajkowski, give her a look. She's. Um, what, what is she, she in? She was in. <laughs> she was in Gone Girl. She was the girl that Ben Affleck was oh, yeah. cheating on with his wife on, and oh, uh, she's yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. She's a beautiful girl. Monica's yep. beautiful. She's um, a, but she's very, very Virgin Mary looking. Um, right. There's an actress you're going to be seeing soon and hearing about. And her name is Eugenia Cosmina. She's probably the most breathtaking girl I've ever seen in my life. She's a good friend of ours. She's an actress. She looks like Grace Kelly. She's Send her Russian. my way. She's Russian. No, no, she doesn't play. She's got three kids and a husband that would kill you. But um, <laughs> no, she's Russian and absolutely stunning and lovely. That Kim Novak was a great beauty. Mm -hmm. great, girl. Great, great beauty uh, of the day. Uh, Vertigo with uh, Jimmy Stewart. Sure. Kim, no Kim Novak. For those that don't know. Um, another so hang on, hang on. Because wait, another great beauty. And she was recorded as the most beautiful woman. Actress. Mina. I can't really see her. But. Yeah, yeah I see her. Yep. That's a shitty picture. Very pretty. Wait a minute. That's the, her at cons. They voted this actress the most beautiful woman in Hollywood in the history of Hollywood. Hedy Rosie Lamar. O'Donnell. Got Hed it. No, Hedy Lamar. <laughs> Hedy, Hedy Lamar was a beauty. Okay. Hedy Lamar was breathtaking. They said no matter where the camera went, it looked she looked gorgeous. They could shoot her on any angle, any lighting. That's how beautiful she was. So Hedy Lamar was a great glamour girl. You could see her in the Ziegfeld uh, movie. Which so wait, 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 let's switch. Let's switch from the hot girls to like because I always am curious. No, people, everybody likes the hot people girls. who are comedians. Though, what are comedians that you actually like? Like, who's your favorite comedian? Or do you have a few? Ron, favorite Ron Russell. That's the answer. Great question. Oh, but Dawn asked about what? What about Justin Timberlake's wife, Jessica Biel? Very attractive. Very, yeah, she's very hot. Attractive. Nah. Yeah, very much. Yeah, I like her. Too. Doesn't do yeah. it for me. Uh, well, you like guys, Ron. That's why. No, no let me tell you something. <laughs> I know. Listen. All right. All right. Jesus Christ. Comics I like. Jimmy, I'm going to answer your question. Wait, let me uh, just David, David let me tell you. Wait, hold it. Hold it. I was married for 16 years to a beautiful Vogue model, and I have two daughters. No. So I ain't all that gay, baby. <laughs> me now. Jennifer Connelly, Boomer Mays, I completely agree. She's insanely attractive. Jimmy, my favorite comics are David Tell is number 1A. Rodney Dangerfield is 1B. Sam Kinison is number 2. Daniel Tosh, I think, is around 3. Chris Rock, 
number four, and uh, I go Bernie Mac, number five. I knew wow. I knew Rodney Dangerfield pretty well. Amazing. Back in the old days. He was one tough son of a bitch off the stage. You didn't play with him or fool around. He had a mouth on him and fists to go with it. He was kind of like uh, a tough guy. Rodney Dangerfield, yeah. very tough. And I knew he John sold Lager. aluminum siding. He quit comedy and then he quit his job to support his family. He sold aluminum aluminum siding in North Jersey. My buddy's grandma bought aluminum siding for him yeah, for his house. And the other one I knew was Joan Rivers. And my sure. dis my disappointment was in the green room. She was boring. She didn't crack a joke. All she did was talk business, and she was uh, very quiet. The minute she got on stage, my God, that she became Joan Rivers. Amazing. Do you like um, – I like Louis Black. you like Louis Black or no? Some of his stuff. I'm not – he's not my style, so not – I like I like what I hear of him sometimes, but I'm not – I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I don't dislike him either, though. I love Medea. I watched <laughs> all the Medea movies. You I lost all credibility right now, the Ron Russell. <laughs> oh, no, I love Medea. We love Tyler I Perry. Pee, I pee myself because I'm so happy that – What's his name? Tyler brings out the Perry. humor, the humor and the warmth of black people. And when you watch Tyler's movies, you want to be there with them and be their friend. And I think it's a wonderful thing for all those anti-black son of a bitches to see these movies. And maybe they'll get the message that black don't mean bad. They want to know in the chat room. What about Elizabeth Hurley? Absolutely. She's still she's in her mid 50s. And she looks insane still. Bully for her. Sadie, and Sadie Katz just joined us, and she's smoking hot. We love Sadie Katz. Oh, Sadie Katz. Katz, forget it. She's Carol Lombard. Sadie Katz is probably one of the most talented actresses I have ever worked with. She's a brilliant actor. Uh, one, I love, I love, and I'm working with her again in another movie soon, and I'm so happy. Sadie Katz. I like is, Elizabeth Hurley too, though. Yeah, but Sadie Katz is a hot piece of ass. She's gorgeous. If I were young, kisses back to you, Sadie. <laughs> no, no. If I were young and she was available, I would fuck her all the time. She's gorgeous. <laughs> with consent, of course. Of course, with consent. I, mean, all the, I got news for you. When I was straightish, all the girls consented. I never had to beg. Or okay, ask. so Kevin, which guys do you want? Which guys are really hot for you? <laughs> or hot for me? I don't know. You, you'd have to do have to pull them. I don't know. Ja I, I, uh... ja Jason. His favorite is Jason Statham. He loves. Jason I think Statham. Jason Statham is probably one of the sexiest guys around. And if I had to be somebody in a movie, I would want to be Jason Statement. I love the way he beats the shit out of 12 guys at once and doesn't <laughs> even get a scratch on him. I love that. If I had to pick one, I probably was, would say Ryan Reynolds. And the answer is twofold because yeah. he, he's, he's a wise ass. And I'm obviously fancying myself a wise ass and quick with the wit. And he uh, he, he also can whip some ass, too. And uh yeah, his daughter my, loves him. My daughter Deirdre is crazy about him. And yeah. I, fucking Deadpool, and I though. Said, I mean, no. fuck yeah. I, I said, <laughs> yeah. Deirdre, he looks like a, like a uh, wasp. A wasp I can actually hear you as being you Deadpool. Know, he doesn't have sex. In Me? Yeah, you would be a good Deadpool. Fuck yeah, Jimmy. Make that like, shit happen. I, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm, no, a better, you, I'm a better looking you, Zach Morris. Let's roll. You have to make it happen. No, you should totally believe though. in yourself. It'll. Happen. I am, Ron. I got all these shows here. I got to pitch, and I got to get people pick up, calling me up and saying, "Hey, I want to do a. I want to buy your shows and uh, get me out of corporate America for the love of Christ." This is this is horrible. You're, you're going to make fucking. it. You're, you're, are you Jewish? No, German oh. mostly. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you were Jewish. Why is that? 
Well, because of your determination and your push, I'm Jewish, so I know a lot oh. of Jewish. Most well, that's German persistence. We call that German persistency in our house. The blonde hair and the no, blue no. eyes, they don't get that out of the way. Most of the best comedians in the world have come out of Brooklyn, and they were sure. Jewish. And they were yeah, Jewish. yeah, no argument here. There's something about the Jews that there's a humor in them that okay. I, I don't find in anyone else. Hold on. We've only got a minute, and they're going to cut us off the air. So, Kevin, tell everybody how do they, oh. how do they watch your show real quick. And Guttingthesacredcow.com. You can, we're on YouTube, so subscribe to us on YouTube. We're also on every podcast platform imaginable. Google, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher. Just, su- just subscribe to us. And all I ask is if you like us, tell your friend, one, Two, write a five, give us a five star rating or a two or three sentence review and a two or three sentence review and do that as well. And just tell your friends, we're the best movie podcast out there. Bottom line, no one is doing what I'm doing. And it's if you if you dig me here, a lot of people are digging me in the in the chat. And thank you very much. I really appreciate all those kind words. And I do have great energy. Thanks, Sadie Katz. That uh, you're going to love the podcast. I promise you that. And uh, and just guttingthesacredcow.com, GTSE podcast on Twitter. Follow us there. Follow us on Instagram. And uh Check us out. We do a blog every day as well. Monday through Friday, we do blogs, and we do a lot of cool write-ups every day. So check it out there as well. All right, everybody. And if if you want to get over 200,000 hits on your show, have me on. Oh. And let him do. I love the shameless promotion. And they go, and if you want to really boost your numbers, I don't. I love the ask. I'm a salesman, so it's like I I love the. I love the ask. All right, so we got to go, you guys, because they're going to cut us off. So, hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in, Kevin uh, Goatee. We want to thank you for coming on. We also want to thank Ming Ballard and everybody. Check out his podcast. It really is a lot of fun, and we want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Thanks, chat room, Kevin. If you are performing anywhere. I will come to see you. I think I would crack up laughing from you. I think, I think you would too. Come to New I York. Think, that's where I am. Well, I'm going to New York September 3rd or 11th. 11th. Well, we have a big I'm in Vegas event. then. Shit. I mean, well, I go to, I'm in Vegas on the 10th. All right. Well, too bad. Next time. <laughs> all right. I'll go fuck myself too, guys. All right. I was, I was going to say that, but I, I didn't want to end the show with fuck you. That's okay. I know right, you're Kevin. teasing. Thank you. You guys so are much. awesome. Thanks again for having right, me. It's a treat and honor. Kevin, you're ace. Bye, Take everybody. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, Ron. Thanks for talking to Jimmy.